GameZillaMedia.com. Alive, surging up from the depths of the sea on a tidal wave of terror to wreak vengeance on mankind. Raging through the streets on a rampage of total destruction. The GameZilla Podcast. Is this the end of our civilization? Prepare for gaming domination. The mightiest monster of them all. Grimlock, the Dino Nine, and Jazzy Fiddle. GameZilla. Look, there comes one of them now. Welcome to the GameZilla Podcast, your last line of defense in major gaming news. I'm your host, Grimlock, and with me in the GameZilla Media Studios, co-host, Jazzy Fiddle! Oh, sorry. I was trying to breathe and swallow at the same time because I was so happy that I was able to balance the bit cup onto Zilla's head here. (laughs) And producers, Deadite Knight and Testonomics. Wiggity, 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 what up? The horns don't work, apparently. There we go. <laughs> Batman dies in Infinity War. <laughs> <laughs> no! Spoilers! Oh, no! Spoiler cast! Spoiler cast! Oh, God! All right. Well, welcome to episode 206 of the GameZilla podcast, brought to you by our lovely patrons. You can help support us on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash GameZilla Media. Start your patronage today. You can get some great things like early access, behind the scenes of Craig WK's mind, which is worth more than anything you'll ever buy in your life. Patreon.com slash GameZilla Media. That's right. That's right. How's everybody doing? Doing good. Doing good. I'm the only one rocking swag today, huh? I'm the only one rocking swag from the shop. Mine was stolen. I was betrayed by my own friend. That's right. Sci-Fi AJ stole my hat and drove it to Lansing. It's because you didn't tell him to go get his own from GameZillaMedia.com. I'm pretty sure he already owns his own. He literally has two. He sent me a snapchat. He's like, man. Got two Gamezilla hats in my house. <laughs> He's wearing both of them. He knows that now you have to make a trip to him. That was his like ploy to get you to come visit That's him. That's fine. Yeah. And then you gotta go you gotta go visit him now. Go up on Thursday for a thirsty Thursday, go to a Lansing Lug Nuts game. I wore this hat Sci-fi. in honor of your purchase, Jay. In honor of my purchase? Yeah. Oh boy. There's multiple purchases that happened in this room of that sale that you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> if you're watching us live on twitch.tv slash GameZilla Media, then you can go to BestBuy.com right now and pick up Destiny 2 for the PC, Xbox, or PS4. And if you have Gamers Club, it is a fat $7.99. Woo! Yeah. Otherwise, it's $9.99, which isn't a deal. So, um, but, <laughs> $2 really blows it. It does, yeah. But I picked it up on PC because I, I want it. I won it off of a stream on the Xbox. Obviously, I bought it on PS4 at launch, and I really wanted to see it on the PC. Just being able, because I have a nice rig, I uh, want to uh, give it a try. So that's a that's a game treading water. If you're selling, if it's mm-hmm. uh, six months old, uh, and you're selling it for uh, a hot eight dollars, I think honestly, I think this is kind of a a, a designed marketing strategy by Bungie. 
because <laughs> no, they don't design or plan anything. <laughs> I know, right? I'm going to say this because their DLC is it does look so promising that I think they want to get the vanilla copy of games into people's hands so that when that drops, there's the possibility of converting it into DLC purchase. When you buy vanilla, just a theory. Just when you buy theory. vanilla from Bungie, vanilla actually tastes like disappointment. So <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, um, I don't think I have anything else. So let's uh, move on to team talk. Hmm, all right. Well, let me finish cleaning my glasses here. Yep. Super, super timed. Here we go. <sighs> team talk. All right. It's sort of a two-hand job today. All right. Again, if you're enjoying us on twitch.tv slash Media, you're, you're in for living treat. the dream. All right. Jazzy Fiddle, gaming moment of the week. <clears throat> Hit it away. Well... No gaming moment can beat the gaming moment that I had on last week's show. So I decided to take a little bit of the advice of said person, Aphromu, and try to get on his level. So I queued up League of Legends, hopped into a ranked game, and played support. And we won. And that's all I have to say about that. Now I can retire from League forever because I have successfully gotten on a higher level than I have been. But that's I, not what he said. In my level, right? So yeah, I, have to, yeah. I have to go to the pros. You basically have to become a pro Ooh. and make it all the way to uh, you know split finals and lose. Or get to worlds. I mean, he's been to worlds too, so I guess it depends on what level he's considering. Yeah, I guess the level would matter. <laughs> but. No, it felt good to uh, throw League back in. Um, looking to get a little more into that uh, in the upcoming week. There we go. Deadite. Gaming moment of the week, go. First, real quick shout out to Grim and Sci-Fi AG for buying me Burnout Paradise. I've been playing a lot of that, but that is not my gaming moment of the week. So I appreciate the gift. Thank you. My gaming moment of the week is is, is a moment of, of both uh, disappointment in myself and being proud of myself at the same time. And I, you guys deal with this more than me. I've never actually dealt with this before, and I'm not sure if you guys think I handled this well or not. I had an altercation. Oh God, yeah, that's right. With a with a troll, uh, uh, playing online like a rando. He was trolling me, and we got into an altercation. So I was playing Rocket League. I was playing ranked, and I, I admit was not playing well. I was on PlayStation, getting used to the PlayStation controller again. You know, was playing like trash, and we were down three nothing. Not not an insurmountable score in the game of Rocket League. And I get uh, a message in the chat from my teammate that says like, teammate, you effing suck. (laughs) And I was like, whoa, man. And then he proceeds to then just drive around in circles. And and I'm like, come on. Like, this this isn't even fun. This guy's not even going to try. So I then let him know because he's just driving around in circles. I, I type in the chat you are a cock. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, it gave me a couple asterisks, but it was C and then you know a few asterisks, so he knew what I was saying. The dude then proceeds to say, like, ta-ta-ta language. And I'm like, whatever, like, screw this guy. I'm just going to keep, like, trying to, like, catch my bearings and play the game. So now we're lined up going for the ball. We're, we're dead even. If everyone's played Rocket League, they know what I'm saying. Um, where both players are the equal distance from the ball on the same team. 
my own teammate then instantly just turns left and runs me like off course so I can't even go to the ball to try and get the ball. So now, now I'm heated. Like this guy is fully taking away my ability to even try to play and try to have fun. So at, at this point, I then I'm like, screw this guy. I'm getting in the chat again. And this this is where I went wrong. When I called the guy a cock, I don't think I was full fully tilted. At this point, I had reached optimum rage, where I figure out mentally, where we learned earlier today, I'm completely illiterate when I was trying to customize my own beverage cup here. Um, I, I knew that if I typed E8, the letter A, and then D-I-K, he was going to get the message without Rocket League censoring it. I told that guy to eat a dick. <laughs> no <laughs> doubt. So then, so then the guy <laughs> proceeds to go, dude, that's a messed up thing to say. I'm nine. <laughs> and Dead I'm, eyes attacking a nine-year-old. Uh, Nazi kid. Don't care that you're nine. Okay, first off, I want to say this. One, we know that that person was not nine years old. Nine years old. Nine-year-olds do not behave in that matter. Two, if a nine-year-old's behaving that way... You sometimes you gotta tell a nine-year-old kid to eat a dick. Like that, yeah. that kid was a cock. Like what? Also, a, if a nine-year-old saying "ta ta ta" language, they're not nine. Yeah, like you're not a good dude, young man. So I'm sure it's a grown grown man that you know was was a total troll. So then you know I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm just gonna keep playing the game. I'm not even gonna respond to this guy because the troll level has reached that level. He's like, oh, I'm nine years old. You're a pervert, you know. And so then he's like, oh, you haven't said anything in a while. Uh, you feel bad over there? You're sorry? And then the last thing I typed to this guy was not a chance. Like, I don't feel bad at all. First off, I'm a sociopath. I feel bad about almost nothing I do ever. Then this is where I think things went a little awry for me. And I, I started thinking about the consequences of my actions. The dude dropped my first name in the chat, just Ethan. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, man. So, like, the thoughts running through my head, like, a, I need to update my security settings. It was Jazzy. It was you all along? <laughs> okay, that would have been awesome if it was Jazzy all along. Um, so it wasn't. So <laughs> then I, I would have met every word I said though. Um, so then I'm like, okay, well now I need to go update all my security settings on uh, on PlayStation so this guy can't see my real name. But then I instantly realize that if you Google the Deadite Night. You find out who I am super fast. It takes you right to GameZillaMedia.com. So our ESO <laughs> is working, boys. SEO. SEO, whatever. ESO is working, too. Yeah, it's all working. <laughs> Listen, I know you don't know about that, but I know about yeah, that. Yeah, clearly. Um, it all works. Yeah. You know, you, I, I just plug in my UBS port, and uh, you know we're good. <laughs> my how many HDMI how cable. How fast is the GBs on that? <laughs> yeah, how many GBs? How, uh, so, how many GBs do we get with this? <laughs> so... <laughs> So, you know, it was it was a moment where I realized that, okay, I need to update my security. And, and then my thought is like, oh, man, what if this guy, like, comes in our stream tonight and starts spamming us? Or he starts trolling? Like, what if he brings it over into GameZilla? Maybe I should act more like an adult when I'm gaming with strangers online. But this was the first time I lost my mind. But then at the same time, I'm thinking about all these repercussions that are like outlandish, thinking this guy's going to track down the podcast and like give us a one star review and and hurt us and stuff. But I was like, but at the same time, that guy deserved to be told to eat a dick. So I feel like it was good of me to stand my ground and tell that guy off. What do you guys think? 
You got you guys <laughs> play with trolls well, a lot more often. I was often. to say, what do we think? Um, I I mean, I would have been in the same boat as you, but I probably would have took it too far. Like, you know, <laughs> like after he told me he was nine, I'd be like, well, why don't you go fuck your dad or something like that? Like, yeah. I would I would have got like I I go. I just go off the cliff, right? If there's a cliff, and I just drive off of it, because I play League. <laughs> That's all I can say. <laughs> I play League of Legends. What happened to you? You're telling me the story. I'm just like, yeah, okay, uh huh. But here's what's, the thing. What, I wish people would tell me to eat a cock. <laughs> like, yeah, that, that's I subtle, right? Uh, but but here's the issue at hand. You guys are talking about playing League. You guys have a full keyboard for you. I'm pulling up like the little PlayStation chat and using like the trackpad <laughs> to, to like, like try and type. So like the fact that I got across like E eight A D I K. Like the fact that I slang that at him as fast as I did because we know I'm not eloquent with uh, with reading and writing. The fact that I was able to get that point across, I was pretty proud. I think we need to uh, invest. Maybe we can. Maybe we can. Um, you know, crowdfund this uh, to go with the gazebo. Is we need to invest a keyboard <laughs> attachment that goes on top on top of the uh, PS4 mm. controller. Just so I can you rage. Go. You guys just want me to yeah. rage on just people. Like, yeah, we want dick. to rage. <laughs> First of all. Go straight to hell this and get sodomized by Satan! First of all, the, the, the likelihood that this kid was nine was like 0%. Absolutely. Yeah. He, he was trolling you hard. If yeah, not, that nine-year-old was the rudest nine-year-old. I'm not saying nine, nine-year-olds can't be rude, okay? We, we play games with kids all the time, yeah. and they their vocabulary and just concept of like tearing someone down is on a whole new level. But I will say... The word, the the ta 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 language thing, like no nine year old says that. Right. No, no the nine year old's gonna be like, you know, should, would shoot right back. Like, yeah. in my opinion, so nine year olds say words that I don't even think I knew when I was nine year old, nine years old. Like when, when I was you were nine, nine year old. When I was nine year old, <laughs> I don't like when I was nine. I don't remember like knowing all this crazy. Oh, I was stuff. I was pretty bad. I was pretty uh, foul mouthed uh, when I was nine. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah, I, I let a lot of things go when I was nine. I was that kid though that would, like would let it all go and then I'd come home and just clean it all up. Or I'd be like, I remember I don't think I was nine. I was probably younger at this point, but I would say a bad word and I'd run to my parents, and be like, "Mom, I said the S word." She's like, "Okay, don't say it again." Like, and then she'd go in the other room, like, "Fuck, why does he keep telling me this?" Like, <laughs> I don't fucking care. <laughs> but, you like, created but your own me, swear jar. <laughs> yeah, but to me, like, I felt like, uh, like I would, I was washing it away. But then I'd like leave the house. I'd be like, "Fuck this shit! Fuck that shit! I'm so cool!" Blah blah blah. So yeah. Anyways. I like how you tattled on yourself, though. That oh yeah, I tattled on myself. Yeah, I didn't need anybody. Good to, morals there. I didn't have I didn't have brothers or sisters, right? So like I didn't have to worry about like someone telling yeah, on me. Up so I had to tell on myself on because I didn't, I get to enjoy that 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 you know up and down roller coaster. Yeah, going to be the bad anyways, cop and the good cop. <laughs> anyways, Testonomics uh, gaming moment of the week. I, I will say this: I don't think you overreacted at all. Okay, I think you gate you. I was very proud of you, like that you actually experienced this moment and you and you lived it instead of instead of like held it in and then like you know got, <laughs> like just ate it and absorbed it until you became you know evil. 
more evil, um, you you definitely owned it. And, and letting it out is healthy. Let's be honest. What would have happened or not. is I would have like burned that guy's screen name into my mind. We would have been at a convention. Some guy would be like, his name was like Cooley, Cooley, Cooley or whatever. I was like, he's like, Cooley, I'm Cooley, 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 Cooley. And then I would have just started strangling him. Like, <laughs> it would have boiled over. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, you're such a guy. No, it'd be at Motor City Comic Con. And he just so happens that his booth is right next to the fake sword booth. <laughs> you shall pay. Then it runs over, grabs the master sword, and just impales this nine-year-old kid because it does turn out to be nine. Young man. Man man murders nine-year-old in Motor City Gaming over Rocket League. You shall pay for your transgressions online. Real fast. Anyways, Testonomics, gaming moment of the week. So this uh, this last Tuesday, I picked up uh, South Park, the fractured butthole for Nintendo Switch. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I've just been playing that. I've actually... Started to appreciate the portable nature of the Switch a lot more, which I haven't really had a game that's been super easy to kind of, I don't know, take with me to different rooms in the house, you know, play a little bit before bed. I haven't really played this. I probably played the Switch 95% docked so far. Um, savage. I know, I know. <laughs> and uh, so for this game, so I probably paid about 50-50, so about 10 hours docked, 10 hours not docked. I don't think I've played a game not docked as long as I've played uh, the, the Fractured Butthole. So super enjoying it. Um, and uh, but tomorrow it, it it all goes down when my copy of Destiny Two for PC comes in yeah, that I picked yeah. up for seven ninety nine today. Can't beat it, man. I mean, yeah, the game I can't believe we just had this conversation about language, and then he goes and says fractured butthole, but like but hole. Oh, like the whole butt. Like yeah, the W H O L E. Dropping some spelling on your rules. <laughs> hey, this is a correct. Uh, this is for copyright reasons. My delicious Zilla Aid beverage I made here is so uh, Gerard doesn't come and try to sue us. There we go. You could have spelled it right. You just got to put the little R in there. All right. So, <laughs> so my gaming moment of the week is that I uh, I bunkered down and finished God of War. So I officially beat God of War. Um, and I'm not going to give any Was it difficult? Uh, I find this game is difficult at points so far. Yeah, there's definitely moments. Like, okay, I'm playing it on normal, right? That's what I'm playing on. So on normal, I'd say that there are some challenging moments. Nothing like... It was more or less like the idea of like I needed to understand the mechanics of a boss. Okay. And once I was able to adapt to it, I could change my combos up, right? It wasn't like I was fighting something that just was incredibly hard. Okay. Um, and the only thing about this God of War that we've talked about is, like, it's not your hack and slash, just button mash and, and, and you know, get a, get a 50, 60, 70 uh, hit combo. So there's a lot of, if you're not dodging, if you're not blocking, if you're not doing these things, then, yeah, you know what, this game's going to be probably impossible to beat at that point. Unless you drop it down to easy mode. But um, I'll just say this. I beat God of War. I got hooked in, you know, one day I sat down. I pushed the story a little bit. The story just grabbed me, and I was like, yep, we're going. And I stayed up to about 4 in the morning and just finished the game. So I still have a lot of things I need to do as far as, like, side stuff. Uh, when you complete the game, you still can, you know, it doesn't you can go back and, and still explore and complete all those things. But the one, like, if you're going to platinum it, right, if you're going to go for the platinum, the um, 
the doors that you find that you can't open right now, the dungeon doors or whatever. Yeah. Um, what's inside those doors are going to be the hardest thing in the game. That that right there is truly a challenge. Okay. That I will tell you that I'll say that much. But again, I don't want to give any spoilers away. It was the best God of War game I've ever played. It's my favorite PS4 game that's ever been released. And I'm, you know, I'm still in the honeymoon phase, as people like to call it, for when it comes to me. In two so, weeks, you'll be like, yeah. you'll be like, screw this game, it's the worst thing I've ever played! Yeah, when I can't get... I yeah. played him this shit. When I, go for the, <laughs> yeah. when I go for the plat and I can't do it, that's when I'll just change. But, yeah. but no, um, it, it's my favorite PS4 game that's that's been released on you know this this console. Um, I'm... I'm still debating on where it falls all, t- all time, but it's very high for me. The game is, is a masterpiece. The story is amazing. The characters are fantastic from the, from the main characters all the way down to su- just, you know, subtle sub-characters that are just, they're just funny. They're just entertaining that they're in the game. And um, I can't, I, honestly, if you have a PS4 and you're waiting to play this game, you're missing out. Like and, and and if you pick it up this holiday because it's on sale, good. Enjoy it because it it is truly something special. The story is takes turns that you don't that you don't see coming, and overall, uh, I can't say enough about it. I am in the middle of writing a blog uh, that's going to be going up, so there will be some spoilers in the blog. Um, so I'll warn you here, and I'll also warn you right in the description before people click on it. But um, yeah, that was my gaming moment of the week. When I finished, I, it was like it was like four in the morning, and I'm just kind of like I just sitting there staring at the screen, like, damn, that was one hell of a ride. Like that was just fun. It, it was it was like just so entertaining. I just sat through an amazing movie or whatever. Like it really felt like you I, felt good, but you felt bad at the same time because you're like, now what? Yeah, well, I mean, like now I what said, do I do? <laughs> yeah, like I said, I I really uh, I like the concept that I'm driven to still do the side stuff. Like I still want to play this game. Sometimes you finish a story and you're like, cool, time to move on. Here I'm still I still want to play. Like I don't want to give my copy to Dead Eye yet, but it's okay because it's got Burnout now. But like I said, that's, that's all I need. Mean, that's the only reason burnout. I bought it. Well, yeah, yeah, it was a smart play. Yeah, um, but. Man, distraction by. I yeah. like it. I did that and then I finished um I played my third third playthrough of Blaster Master Zero, but I finished the game as Shovel Knight. I'll say that was really Ooh. cool because Shovel Knight's all melee. So it changes the game completely. If you have Blaster Master, you can pick up that DLC and play as Shovel Knight. A lot of fun. All right. Well, that's what we've been playing. We always want to know what you're playing. Uh just join the Discord. Gamesillamedia.com. Discord button right on the homepage. It's free to join. Talk with gamers from around the world every day. Hang out with us. Play games with us and everybody else that's part of the GameZilla community. All right. Mm. What do we got up next? Is it news? Let's hope this works. I'm searching the web for the latest gaming news. Searching MotorCityGaming.com. Downloading headlines. What about this monster story of yours? Download complete. Topic number one, if you're a cheater, if you are maybe the person that's causing the cheat, stop it, because Battle, Player Unknown Battlegrounds, is coming after you. I thought it was Battle Unknown Player Grounds. It's actually called Battleborn. Battleborn, Battleborn, you're born for battle. (laughs) 
<laughs> you see how he went for the keyboard? Like, like I thought I had a key. Yeah, he's yeah. like, man, I got a sound effect for, De- for Battleborn. And then he's like, wait, no, I don't. And he got real sad real quick. All right, anyways. <laughs> I need to work on that. PUBG's been plagued by cheaters for months now, with the studio implementing anti-cheat measures to tackle the problem. Uh, In the latest update, the studio has shared that 15 suspects were arrested in China last week for developing and selling hacking cheating programs that affect PUBG uh, and have been fined the equivalent of $5.1 million with other suspects related to the case still under investigation. Why? $5.1 million because you helped someone cheat. I just don't understand why people would want to cheat just to get the the chicken dinner. Like, it, there's not a big payoff. You're not, like, winning money. <laughs> My whole thing about cheating is, like, okay, so let's say you cheat and you have 500 wins. You know what? Like, what? what they're all, like... I guess I I mean I guess I can't really speak. Barry Bonds cheated and he's got home run records, right? Like 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 athletes cheat all the time. But when it comes to like leisure game like you're not a pro, right? You're not a pro gamer and the problem is is that the second you get 500 wins and TSM or someone comes along and says, "Huh, you know what? We want to we want to have you do a tryout." Right. And then you get in the tryout and you suck ass because you cheated all the time. What are you doing? I, I, I it's don't just an honor it. to be asked, though. It's just an honor to be asked. Maybe that's it. They just want to be like, hey, TSM thought I was good. Turns out I'm not. But hey. Yeah. I told them no. For 30 seconds, I yeah, had a I shot. I didn't even go to the tryout. <laughs> yeah. I just, for me, like, cheating has never been something I fully understand. Even Game Genie level, like, I, I used the Game Genie a bit when I was a kid. But, like, I, I've always been in that mindset that, like, if I'm going to pay $60 for a game... Why the hell am I going to make it where I can get through the game easier so that I need another game? When was the last time you played Lion King on the Genesis? Man, played it last night. Beat it in like three minutes. Not true, because you'd be like, man, I played two levels, and I was like, man, I wish I had a Game Genie right now. Well, here's what you learn is that I gotta skip Lion over level three. King sucks, so don't play it. Wrong. I don't need to cheat Superman or 64. <laughs> I'm smart enough not to play Superman 64. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> King is a great game. It's no, just super it's hard. Not. Yes, oh, it is. Yeah. Why is it so good? Because you can't because pl- you can't even play it without cheating. Uh, the music is all straight up bangers. That's good, but you can't enjoy it unless the you fun, can play the game. The fun action of catapulting off uh, the, the various giraffes. Oh, is then the monkeys throwing you around? It's great. Yeah, it's fantastic. That's not a great game. You just named like three things that the game. I'm on fun. a limited time. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have time to write an essay about why it's a masterpiece. Yeah, Lion King. Like, I'm sorry, any game that is unplayable. <laughs> it's not playable. It just has a really hard level that's hard to get past. Well, that's because you're like Toy fine, Story too. Okay, you're not, I'll I'll correct myself. Just because you suck at video games Thank doesn't you. mean that the game's good. <laughs> yeah, you're you're going. You're not you're not connecting the dots here. I got it perfect. The dots aren't connected. All right, here's the here's the connected dots. Fuck you, Dead Eye. <laughs> Lion King sucks, and uh, you know even if it's the unpopular opinion, I don't care. But okay, really. I just I in. appreciated that you got down to the hard fact of you hate the Lion King and you don't care that other people would be upset about that. That's all I want you to admit. I just don't like games that suck. It doesn't suck. It sucks. It doesn't suck. I love platformers. I love, like, I play tons of them. 
So for me to sit there and say Lion King doesn't do it for me means Lion King sucks. I like how this is supposed to be about PUBG. Yeah. And we ended up talking about a way better okay. game. Real Lion King. King. Well, first of all, it's because PUBG is right? garbage too. But yeah, I mean, you know, garbage attracts garbage. But anyways, <laughs> so the only way you're cheaters are get, garbage too. Yeah, the only way you're going to get people to stop cheating or creating cheats is to have some sort of punishment that doesn't allow them to want to do it again. What is that? A $5.1 million fine. <laughs> Getting arrested for breaking, for breaking, um, what would you call it, copyright or, not copyright. Well, yeah, I guess copyright. Um, but yeah, I mean. You, use of. Uh, terms and conditions. Yeah. Thank you. Terms Thank of you, use, yeah. Testonomics. Off-screen uh, angel. I didn't see that on the screen because <laughs> I don't know how to read. I came up to I came up with that myself. <laughs> also, shout out to our emote finally getting approved eighteen thousand days after we submitted it. It's only because we hacked the system. The and put day it in there. that we went live and uh, sorry, the day that we became affiliate, we submitted this. I swear. Uh, no, I'm getting a look from Tess. I don't think he's going to let me fly with that one. All right, so I'm lying. But anyways, I'm not cheating, which is what we're talking about right now. <laughs> cheating That's is uh, gr- well, grounds, grounds for Grim being a liar, he's lying about Lion King. <laughs> <laughs> the grounds him in his head on his podcast. Um, if you like Lion King, you like to eat turds. That's all I'm saying. The, the grounds for you being a damn liar on this podcast has been set in snake court. You are convicted of being guilty about lying about lions. No, you don't. I didn't have a trial yet. How am I guilty? In I'm snake in court, there's Welcome no fair to trial. Snake court, you <laughs> son of a bitch, you're guilty for everything. Yeah, I so. I've been there a few times. My God, <laughs> topic number one. We still need to talk about this. Mm. All right. So, what do you think? Uh, Blue hole coming after people, uh, uh, actually arresting them, and yeah. then of course we're talking big, big fines. Arresting them in China, so they have some oh, big oh, trouble. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, which is your primary location for all this uh, cheating that's going on. So what do you think of, I don't know, the intensity of this? Like, is this overkill? Is this appropriate? What do you think? I mean, they've been dealing with these hacks and cheaters in PUBG for, like, since the game has been in early alpha. Since ever. Let's just say since ever. And um, I think that... (laughs) They're at a point where this is the straw that broke the camel's back. Like, they have to do something that people are going to be like, oh, shit, I better stop cheating. And uh, slapping a giant fine on them and throwing them in, j- in jail might uh, might make people stop cheating in this game. And they have to do something. They're trying to make this game go into eSport. Like, they they have to do something to control this in their game. I think it's I think it's a very important thing. I think they're doing, like, the, the level of, of uh, you know, Criminal activity here and all this stuff is that yeah you're you're breaking terms and conditions you are developing stuff that's affecting a game that let's be honest because of the just rampant <laughs> cheating it helped Fortnite absolutely I'm yeah. not I'm not I can't sit here and say Fortnite wouldn't be where it is right now if PUBG didn't have cheating involved but it was a big factor where plenty of people were like I'm done with this game until they get it under control so where did they go they went to Fortnite. Yeah, it helped the situation. So I think as uh, Blue Hole, you have to look at the fact that this is your bread and butter. This is all. This is what you're known for. You've never made another video game ever. So like, this is it. And who's to know? Who's to say that you're going to make another game that means anything? So like, you have to try to, you know, protect it. So yeah, I um, good. I don't like cheaters. Yeah. I say I say try to you know try to fix it. Otherwise, is, you become No Man's Sky, and then you don't get to make another video game. 
The success level of both games is highly different. Yeah, yeah. plus No Man's Sky is uh, actually a decent video game now. Uh, Stop it. It's <laughs> like saying it Battleborn. No, Battleborn's a bad game. <laughs> Battleborn's I do bad. not like where this show is going. <laughs> First of you're all, saying, First you're of all, saying you can't stick up for Battleborn and it was a 2K game that they sold for $60 and it was half, half a video game. Battleborn. <laughs> yeah, so you'll get to... I've I, now turned on Battleborn. <laughs> it's happened. <sighs> yeah. Anyways. Um, <laughs> wow. I had I had another point I was going to make, but this Lost. this this episode... This Lost to- in Dead Eyes. This topic's sort of gone. It. Topic one, we're done. You can join us in the Discord if you want to talk <laughs> more about this shit. My God. Topic number two... Blizzard's unannounced first-person game seems to be moving ahead. So we heard about this a while back. There was uh, some developer spots that were opening up for a first-person shooter that wasn't being... No specific um, names were being thrown around, but it didn't seem like it was Overwatch. And, and we can't. And it's very likely that we're we're not going to see an Overwatch two with the way that they've taken Overwatch and kind of turn it into that you know uh, service. Uh, service type game like League of Legends, let's say, yep. um, and because you built a league around it and everything, it's very hard for for them to say, "Cool, we're going to come out with an entirely new game, and we're just going to drop it into our league, and people are going to play it." Like you got to be careful with that now that you've built this structure. That when you look at Dota, when you look at League of Legends, when you look at games that have um, Rocket League, you don't see sequels come out, right? You just see the game evolve. So. Overwatch, as popular as it is, it looks like Blizzard is sitting here developing another PvP first-person shooter. Thoughts on this as far as, like, A, is this even a, is this a good idea by Blizzard? Like, shouldn't you be focusing Overwatch and maybe not creating direct competition within your own company? Well, it'd have to, it would have to be a shooter, like an actual shooter like, like, a, de- like a Destiny is. They couldn't do a, a I want to say, gamey. Or cartoony um, shooters, so it'd have to be more of a realistic version of it. I think they're making a pinball game. What? Yeah, I'm telling you. you, you heed my words on this show. We're gonna come back when Blizzard makes a pinball game. Did Jazzy just have a stroke? <laughs> I'm telling you, this is gonna happen. You're gonna see inside information. It's a pinball game. Um. Yeah. Pinball. Did you read the article that yeah. I pulled? No. You just watch. You just watch. It's gonna be a pinball game. Mark my words. There's two job listings, and the fact that engine design is more or less required for game design to begin, it may well be an unannounced first-person shooter has matched Blizzard's vision. Uh, They're talking about first-person shooters, Overwatch, it seems not to be the case, uh, as the gameplay designer job listed specifically asks for expertise and passion for competitive PvP first-person shooters. Yeah, it's going to be like a crossfire game. Okay, Deadite. Um, <laughs> thoughts on this? Because you're an Overwatch fan. Do you like that Blizzard's playing around with another first-person shooter PvP game? It's tough because if you came out and said it was a PvE, like big campaign sort of thing, I'd be like, oh, cool. Let's big see what campaign the- called Overwatch. Yeah. Like it was the backstory of all your yeah. characters. Something like that would be excited about. It, it is really interesting um, because, yeah, I don't want something else coming along and splitting the Overwatch fan base. And, you know... It's really sad because I don't want to see another game die the death of Battleborn. Overwatch has already killed a game before. I just look at it in the sense of like, 
and, and you have to look at it from a developer standpoint. Now, oh, it's going to be a battle royale game. That's what we should actually talk about here. It's probably a battle royale. It probably is a battle royale. No, like all jokes aside, pinball. Like the, that's no, that's not a joke. That's your serious answer. Thanks serious for answer. wasting our time. Yeah, Jazzy. you don't get the backpedal now. Buddy. We said dumb stuff about a game from 1993 <laughs> for five minutes, and you wasted more time with your crossfire. Get out of here with that <laughs> crossfire. <laughs> Anyways, you'll get caught up in the crossfire. Crossfire. Battle Royale is the only thing they could put out there because they have something else in like all the other genres. So False. they're not going to compete. Where's with their Overwatch. racer at? <sighs> Nobody is in the racing games anymore. <laughs> oh, Burnout Paradise? Yeah. yeah uh, Mario Kart? That was those are all distraction you're games. You're telling so me that somebody did, can play God of you're War. You're telling longer. me if Blizzard didn't make a Mario Kart esque uh, racer where all Craft their, Kart. Uh, where uh, Overwatch, WoW characters Heroes of the Kart. Yeah, Heroes of the <laughs> Kart happen and you could race around that you wouldn't play it. No. You're a lying sack of shit, nope. Jazzy Fiddle. Not playing. Jazzy it. Fiddle, you are take him to Snake Court. He's lying. He's lying. Two we, snake in one we episode. Are, we're having a lot of issues with liars here on the show. I'm going to have to take in, uh, I'm going to bring in bailiff uh, uh, slash prosecuting attorney for the day, uh, Testonomics. Testonomics, how do you feel about the liars here on the show today? There's a lot of dishonest people here in the bunch, and uh, I think no one is more guilty, though, than Grimlock the Dino 9. I do! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, are you saying you like the Lion King on Genesis or whatever? Is I- it- I'm saying that The Lion King for Super Nintendo is an extremely fun game. It's just really hard when you've got a double jump on the ostrich. Man, Test knows. I'm just Preach, saying, brother. When Preach. you can't play a game. Bring a truth into the court. It's not a good game. I didn't have to cheat. It was just really hard. I don't believe you. And then I threw <laughs> Did Scar. you have, did you have a game genie? I didn't because I, I had a Super Nintendo and I had nothing more than the games. I didn't even have a second controller because we lost it right away. I threw Scar's bitch ass off the mountain. Spoiler alert, and I won I the say. game legitimately. Here's the only thing I can say. I guess on a pre-show, you're going to have to show us that you can do it. I can do everything except no. for beat the ostrich no. unless you the give me. The ostrich is so hard. Okay, fine, fine. I'll, I'll play Lion King for the Super Nintendo on a pre-show. Why the Super Nintendo? Why not the Genesis? Because I never, I don't, I don't know of my Genesis prowess. I, I, th- <laughs> I know that I am an immaculate Lion Kinger. Well, what if it's, I don't know if, is it different like Aladdin is? Because Aladdin's I think a it's different the same. game. I think it's the same. I can't oh, trust that with the liars on the show today, though. <laughs> so, given the fact that we're back in the jungle for Snake Or for the second time this episode, I need a Super Nintendo authentic cartridge, not on the SNES Classic, Authentic cartridge, and I'll play during the pre-show, and I'll double jump the shit out of those rhino or whatever you've got to get past on the ostriches. Okay. Well, it's coming your way. We're going to get it going then. Yeah. We'll have some pre-show fun. But Jazzy you play that game. I don't care what you say. Nope. Can't. All right. Anyways. He's playing WoW. Does uh, Tess have any input on this? Because I know he's an Overwatch player as well. Uh, Like, isn't this kind of like, it'd be like them... Like they were making Titan, right? Because it was supposed to replace WoW. But what right. if what if you had WoW and they're like, "Cool, here's our other MMO we're making." That's, a, that's it's so just stupid. weird. It's so stupid. They don't companies don't do that. Yeah, the only thing I want to see from Overwatch is I want to see a PVE backstory heavy kind of game. I, I I don't. I mean, they've got an Overwatch League. They're going to be putting out a game that's going to compete with their Overwatch League. Yeah. And I'm not saying from a publisher standpoint, like, you know, obviously, like Activision, right, who who's owns 
uh, Blizzard here. They have um, Battle uh, Battlefield, Battlefront. They have Titanfall. They, like there's there's other or Titanfall's E, I think. But anyways, they have other shooters, is what I'm saying, right? But when you're one, but when you're the developer, you don't see Infinity Ward or Respawn or any of these developers that make shooters go cool. Here's Titanfall two, and here's you know this other shooter at this like they just it just doesn't happen like if you have success which you do with overwatch why would you i don't get it they're why probably would you fragment, making something fragment super your fan base like they set it up like this to make everybody be like oh my god what's this game and it's probably gonna be something dumb like soldier 76's vr duck hunt <laughs> well i don't think it's overwatch related because none nobody from the overwatch team has been pulled to this project what you what can if? throw a skin on anything to make in vr what if we're gonna <laughs> I hate Jazzy. What points are you actually making right now? Then it's going to be something dumb. It's gonna, we're going like, oh, just what's going to be this game? Take, it's just going to be dumb. Take the Golden Gamezilla right there and just shove it in, the, your, shove it the in your mouth or something. I have an interesting thought. It's not a thought. <laughs> I'm already worried. I'm no, already no, no, worried. No. I know exactly how Blizzard can develop and, uh, and publish a PvP sh- first-person shooter that does not conflict with Overwatch. How? It's coming to your mobile phone. Mm. <sighs> yeah. I mean, that's true. With the with the success of Hearthstone on the phone, um, it, it makes sense that maybe they'd want to m- try something like that but out. But wouldn't it make... Okay, it, yes, it's a super good point, but wouldn't it make sense that if you're going to do that, it should be some version of Overwatch? You you would think absolutely, but you know, but if that you know, know. phone or watch, I like it. <clears throat> I'm not reading your comment. I'm making my own because I'm mad at you. You and your bullshit lies. All right. Anyway, it's a lot of slander being thrown around here. That's right. I got to yeah, get everybody. Got to get everybody pumped a up. A lot of liable here. All right. So we're <laughs> let's move on. We're done done there. Uh, we're moving into a special segment that's. First time ever, we have started something new for our patrons where we get to let them select one topic that we're going to cover every week. How do they do that, Jazzy? They go to patreon.com slash gamezillamedia and become a patron today. That's right. And on patreon.com, every week you will see three to four news stories in a poll that you'll be able to vote on. And then the winning topic will be the Patreon news topic of the week. This week, we are covering... How the new 5G could change video games industry forever. So 5G, obviously, where a lot of our cellular devices and everything are all 4G um, LTE as far as our network. The 5G network is uh, what a lot of the talk is about and just the increase in speed, increase in uh, in data, and just what it's going to mean for a lot of things, but... What it, we're, today we're going to talk about what it really means for gaming industry and the change and, and what the change could be and get some thoughts on it from I think I think we have a good group of people here that some people are going to be very excited about this concept and others you know are not ready to to make that that move so let's just hit, hit a couple bullet points and I'll ask the questions here Lo- um. Long seen as one of the last frontiers of consumer cloud services, companies have been attempting to go the way of Netflix and Spotify by bringing video games to the cloud. Uh, Issues such as high latency remain a common occurrence, resulting in inconsistent and inferior experiences as compared to non-cloud-based 
games. Uh, according to several analysts and researchers, 5G could be the answer to solving many of those critical issues that we've been facing. So the concept here is that future, you know, as soon as I believe they have in this article, 20, uh, 2020, 2019, 2020 is when we could see um, council software is going to move off the council and go to the cloud, which means councils themselves are going to change drastically if that's the case because you're not going to need this giant powerhouse box anymore. You're just going to need a link. You're going to need a Steam link, a little dinky little square that you just hook an HDMI cord up to your TV and an Ethernet cord, hopefully, because anybody that plays video games off Wi-Fi is an idiot. I have Cat5 run through my basement. It's good. So... um. With that being said, what do you think about this? The idea that we've seen digital sales go up year after year. We're, we're seeing you know um, inventories of disc-based physical items such as DVDs, uh, music, things like that. Everything's shrinking when it comes to any of your retailers that you're you know, used to going to. Gaming can be heading the same way. If you think about a Best Buy, for example, and you walk in there, like the movie section is is small. The music's gone. The um the video game section though is still quite large. It it actually takes up a huge chunk of their store. But what if it all came down to just grabbing these little cards with little codes on the back, or you buy them offline, right? Like, I. I have my view on it, but I want to ask Jazzy Fiddle first. What, what do you think of this? What do you think of this? This is the way we're moving because of Netflix, because of Spotify, because of these things. Yeah. It's only a matter of time. For me, it's not as important because of the whole physical copy issue. Like, there's still certain things that I would want my physical copy or collector's edition or stuff, something like that of. But unfortunately, I feel like this is inevitable. Like, this is the way that gaming's going. This is the way that a lot of stuff's going. Everything's just disappearing and going onto a cloud or into, you know, the interwebs or wherever. And I don't think that we're going to be able to avoid this. Um, at the same time, I'm not super happy with it because I like my physical, like, I be like to be able to see my PS4. I like to be able to, you know, have my special edition stuff and... I, I don't know. I think I think it could ruin it for for a lot of people. I think a lot of people still like that physical look and stuff of consoles and games. Yeah, I mean, so that's my whole thing is I think about the idea of like when we bought the Switch or when we bought our PS4 Pro or even the Xbox One X, right? I remember getting the box and being excited to open it and just like and just like live in the uh, you know in the moment of just the Switch, putting the Joy Cons on for the first time and firing the thing up and just having that moment and it's like if we're getting to this point where it's like okay cool i could buy this little like think of it like chromecast or fire stick right it's like do i get the google chromecast or the amazon fire stick and it's just this little dongle that i plug in the back of my tv that i never even see because it's behind my tv like i don't want that i like the idea that i have this like for the most part when i think of any system at least in current um you know within the current years is that it's art, man. It's like it's beautiful. 
Like, it's super cool. Like, when God of War came out and the PS4 Pro Edition came out, I was like, mm, I already have one, but don't I need a God of War one? Like, you know, <laughs> that's, like, I just, and sure, maybe th- maybe if that happens, then the controllers start to get I'll more say, I'm going to call my shot. Edition. The first time Grim, Grim sees one in the wild, he comes home with a God of War PS4 Pro. No, I actually did. I had the chance already. I saw it in the wild, and I opted to get my Stonemason Collector's Edition because I believe... We are going to get a Spider-Man edition, and I'm going to get... I will buy that one. Okay, good call. That's yeah. a good call. That's that's the only thing I'm doing. Now, to be fair, after playing God of War, I kind of regret not getting one because now God of War like is so special to me. But, you know, before that, I was like, oh, yeah, I'd rather have a Spider-Man one. So, um, But, yeah, I just think overall this is... it. I hate it. And I, yeah. I want to turn to Deadite now because... We've known each other for a long time, and we've talked about the the music industry and the movie industry. We've had these discussions in the past about, um, you know, we've had these discussions in the past about not willing to give up that physical media and, and not willing to, you know, move into this digital age. And yes, we're there where we use it now, but what do you think on this, uh, similar to other industries that we've watched this happen to it's tough because <clears throat> one of my favorite things to do is hunt for video games going out to stores going to garage sales going to flea markets and finding uh video game secondary market and buying them that's i have i have a dream once a month i think it's like the only reoccurring dream i have it's always at different locations where i'm at a, a store a flea market a garage sale and i'm finding sweet deals on retro video games it's crazy I, how often i dream about it and how sad i am when i wake up just over the weekend just yesterday one of the highlights of my entire weekend was grim and i went garage sailing we yep. hit up one garage sale, and just the fun we had digging through a pile of awful CDs to try and find 10 that we wanted to buy, because we wanted to buy a couple, and then the guy's like, yeah, man, you buy, uh, you spend $8, you get 10 CDs, and we're like, okay, we'll do it. And the, the fun of the hunt, of, of having the physical media in your hand is something that I really enjoy about the gaming industry, and that's why I, you know, I have very few games that are that are available for physical release that I've downloaded. For the most part, I will pay a little bit extra money even to get it physical. Yeah. And the the one big positive I look at this and when we talk about like cloud-based gaming is the the lifespan or the availability of having your computing and having your processing be cloud-based you know, I'm I'm looking at I, I want I want to get a Jurassic World Evolution coming out. It's you know the new Jurassic Park like park building game that's coming out. It's coming out PS4, Xbox, and PC. And my PC is only a year and a half old. Now it's not a gaming PC, but now I'm sitting there like uh, spec wise, am I going to be able to play it on PC? Or am I going to have to play it with a controller on PlayStation? With a cloud based system, that conversation would have to happen a lot less often. Yeah, the lifespan of your you know. Yeah, and, and, for, and for the people out there on, on Twitch right now, they're like, you know, it's so far off because our internet's bad. And I was like, listen, I work in an industry that billion-dollar companies live their entire life on the cloud, that travel data from one side of the world to the other. I'm not saying that America has the best internet, 
But guess what? We're not that far away. I, I hate to break it to you. We are not that far away from these companies trying it. It could be a disaster, and we're all going to be upset about it because our lives will be miserable for a while. But don't sit here and think because your in your personal internet that you can buy to your house sucks that there are not some amazing fiber structures out there. You can from from we are, where we are in Michigan, you can travel to several locations here in Michigan and go to Knox that have. They have technology that you just like, like, yeah, we can't, there's no commercial level, well, sorry, residential level that you can afford at this point, but it's there. And if someone like Microsoft or someone like Sony or Nintendo want to use that technology and they want to invest in that technology, no one's going to stop them. And, and, and the, the problem is, is that, you know, I watch particular companies that we're involved with spend millions and millions of dollars every year as I sit in my cubicle on things like this because they're moving that way because they want less and less in the office because they want less and less worry about failure. They want all of this just crazy technology that's not necessarily technically ready, but it's there. I guarantee you it's there and it's not going to take very long for them to start sharing it with residential where all of a sudden it's like bits and pieces of it all of a sudden become available to people in their homes. And I live it. I work it every day. So like, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say you're wrong because yeah, infrastructure wise, we have major problems here and you're, and so do other people, other nations, but we're not, we're not that far away. We're not that far away from us having this conversation about about us, like Microsoft does it and Sony, I'm sorry, Microsoft does it, Sony doesn't, and we all jump to Sony because we're like, fuck you, we're not ready for this. Yeah, everything's changing. You don't even have to go to grocery shop anymore. You just hit a couple buttons on your phone and the groceries show up at your doorstep. Like, <laughs> this, this is not far off. I will look wherever the fuck I want. That's a shout out to everybody that's yelling at me for not looking at the camera. All right. Well, I mean, thoughts on this. You work in the same industry that I do. Like, we're not that far away from the people attempting this. No, you know, it, just within our building, some of the things that are happening uh, involving cloud based uh, computing, ju- just within our, the actual facility we work in, it is impressive. So to think that. A large company could invest and roll this out. You know, it, it will be more popular in places where uh, internet is readily available over fiber. Like, you know, and then we're talking 5G. We're talking yeah. about, you know, like that that can change things a lot quicker um, than, than laying lines and stuff. So I, I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm some sort of networking genius. But also at the same time, could we be, could this be a 10-year out thing? Absolutely. I just was asked, you know, that I'm missing the point. The The main question is why we're not there yet. That wasn't the question at all. The question is about, like, what if this happens and when would this happen? But if you want an answer to that, it's simple. You can't compare a small nation to a giant nation and, and compare their infrastructure and how easy it is to update infrastructure. It's like asking 900 stores of Best Buy to, like, change 180 degrees versus a mom-and-pop shop over here. And, and I'm not saying, like, we're talking... 
there, there's other nations out there that are big like us that have better infrastructure, but there's other nations that have better educational systems. Why are we not there? I don't know, man. I'm not. I'm not in politics. I'm not. I'm not the president. I'm not this intelligent dude that's gonna give you the answers. I'm just simply telling you the president that, the of that shit, intelligent dude that the shit that I touch every day would blow your mind, and 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 it's coming to residential sides. And if it doesn't work well, it it won't work well. And I'm staring at the camera for you right now, so like understand that like that it's happening. Serious. That is serious. It now. happens right now to me every fucking day. So when it hits residential, I will be happy to sit here and be like, "Sorry guys, it works like shit, but it's here because that's how everything happens." We're getting it at our stores. I know you it's are. Happening. It's happening <laughs> everywhere it's happening. because it's it costs them less money. Yeah. It, they control more. Everything's backed up on top of everything, and it costs them pennies on the dollar. Mm-hmm. Because guess what? It's all sitting on Amazon servers. It's all sitting in the Chicago knock where Google lives. It's all sitting somewhere else where they don't have to worry about insurance and cost of equipment and oh end of life and all this bullshit every two three years that cost them millions and millions and billions of dollars. It's coming. Yeah. Gamezilla's going cloud-based soon. Just saying. Also, fiber is not as good as everyone thinks it is. Okay? Like, everyone wants fiber. Like, I can't wait for fiber to be no- to be regular for everyone. Well, fiber keeps me regular. Yeah, I can't wait for fiber <laughs> to be available for everyone. And then the shit that we deal with with fiber on a daily basis happens to you. And you're like, oh, fuck, man. Where's, where's my Cat5? Where's my coax? I miss it. Like, yes, you want the speed. But trust me, there's a reason why it's hard when the infrastructure is so large to make fiber work. It's why it's why wireless cellular data transfer is so important in development right now because if they can solve that, it will kill fiber instantly. That's it. Like fiber is not easy because it's so delicate. Anyways, I'm done. I hope you are happy with the topic that you fuckers pick on <laughs> Patreon. <laughs> That's just in. Patreon voting will never exist again. <laughs> Worst idea I've ever had. Uh, Tess, did you have any input on this? Did you want to chime in at all? I just want to pick up something that uh, Xander in the chat from the Legend of Retro podcast did make a comment that the second that digital games become cheaper than physical games it's all it's already all over for him yeah and i just said you know we we not to name drop another store but you know amazon some brick and mortar retailers offer 20 percent off new all title titles amazon for new um that you can't get digitally so you got to make the choice do you save 12 bucks or do you pick it up digitally um and i think once that tipping point tips then yeah i buy just Rather, a, a big-ass memory card, a big external hard drive, and I'm going digital regardless of network speeds or requirements. Like, I'm already going digital for the sake of convenience. Yeah, I mean, there's certain ways I look at it. The Switch, I've found that the, digi- the digital is very convenient. But the thing that I also found is, like, Blaster Master Zero is a game I'm playing a lot right now. And, like, I started to talk to Deadeye about it. And I wanted to, sh- I was like, man, like I, all I want to do right now, because I've beat the game three times, so I'm, I'm good right now, is I want to pop that cartridge out and give it to him so he can play it. Because we did that with Gunvolt last yeah. week. I was like, oh, hey, man, can I borrow your yeah. copy of Gunvolt? I'd like to play that game now that you're not playing it. Yeah. So now we're in that situation where I can't. So it's it's like either he has to be here, you know, physically next to me for us to, to you know, play the game 
or he has to buy it. And and he's, you know, like he's not going to buy it right now. So that's the problem I have where like when I finish God of War and I'm truly done with it, I can be like, cool, here you go, man. Let me know what you think. I, I, and I'm not saying that that um, cloud based and, and and even just digital sales could change that, you know. Like that's the um, you know that's the idea that could happen as far as like to break into that break that like issue that they're having with games right now. Where yeah, maybe they set it up and they've talked about this with the cryptocurrency style of um, of uh, cha- uh, uh, blockchains uh, where you could resell your digital games and you could do things like that so maybe you could like share it with your friend for a little bit of time i don't know but um you know that's a major issue that i have and that's one reason why i really like the physical but i do understand the idea of digital what i don't understand that people would want is the is is that you don't even have a download of the game you don't have anything but a key you have a key that lets you into this cloud and lets you play a game and the second that cloud's gone or gets bought by someone else, or whatever. Who knows? That, like, who knows what's going to happen at that point? That's the issue we're facing. Uh, it's going to be really big with this generation of gaming, and you can already see it a little bit with that last generation, even the one prior. That a lot of these games that are heavily server-based, online-based gaming, the the preservation of that doesn't exist. That's one of the cool things about the video game industry is you've been able to go back and play these old titles on old hardware or systems with backwards compatibility. I mean. I mean, Destiny 2 is a dead game, but 10 years down the road, you literally will not be able to play it because it, so much of it is server-based. You know, So the, that's something that with that style of gaming, that's something we're going to lose unless there is an effort to preserve and maintain that, which I doubt that there will be. It will always be on to the next thing that, to make money, on to the next thing, You know, because that stuff is costly to keep running. And last comment on this, because Sheriff commented on Twitch again. Well, with digital games, you never technically own it either. You just buy the rights to play. It's the same thing with a physical disc. Like, if you read your rights, you're buying a license. You are literally buying a license to play a game. It's why you can't sit there and, and project it, you know, downtown Detroit and let people watch it without proper without proper approval. So, like... I'm not saying that, but what I am saying is I could take my Switch, completely cut it off from the internet, and have no communication, and because I have Blaster Master downloaded, I can play it. You know, cloud-based, which we use with Adobe and many other services, you have to authenticate all the time. And so, yeah, you're right, technically, but at the same time, it's different. So, that's what I'm getting at. All right. Next news topic. Before you have an aneurysm. Too late. (laughs) Next topic is Nintendo Switch can now be hacked to run custom apps and games. So we had heard back in February that um, that the Nintendo Switch had been hacked and Linux had been installed. Um, And we were like, okay, that's cool. You know, for for like super nerdy people, they're going to have some fun with this. And uh, Nintendo Switch has... uh, it's gotten worse, unfortunately, because uh, now it is clear that hackers can go further and run homebrew apps and games on the device. Uh, Eurogamer reports that two exploits have been detailed this week that allow hackers to exploit a hardware flaw in the NVIDIA Tegra X1 that powers the Switch and gain access to the Switch's operating system. Nintendo cannot patch the hardware flaw without releasing a new version of the Switch, which means that at least 14 million devices will be left vulnerable. 
Uh, it's a jailbreak that's similar to a tethered iPhone jailbreak, meaning it needs to be performed on every boot via USB. The hack doesn't require a mod chip, although it likely that third parties will now create switch hardware mods to assist with the jailbreak. Uh, once the exploit is used, it's undetectable to existing software and allows switch users to run custom homebrew apps or full-touch enabled version of Linux with 3D acceleration support. Council hackers um, ha after revealed the exploit after notifying Nintendo, Google, and NVIDIA 90 days ago. The Switch exploit also affects the NVIDIA Shield and Google's Pixel C tablet that it quietly stopped selling in December. Wonder, <laughs> wonder, wonder why. why. Right. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Nintendo will likely be the primary target for software hackers who want to customize their Switch and those who will likely seek to run pirated software and games on the device. Nintendo will be forced to update the Switch hardware to fully protect against the exploits as they're undetectable to existing software and all current models are obviously compromised. Yeah, hackable. They're compromised. So... Uh, the last thing I'll say about this, Nintendo's latest firmware update hinted at a new model. So it is clear the company is already considering releasing a new Switch model. This is something that, like, yeah, you got 14 million that are out there that, that like, let's be honest, they'll, give, they'll become valuable on eBay the, the second the Nintendo starts shipping a new model because people will want them. But bottom line is that over years of a console, the, the, CPU, like, the CPUs don't necessarily change. They shrink. Right, they figure out ways to make them smaller, more efficient, and and then that way cost more cost effective to to the manufacturer. But this is um, you know, this is kind of a big deal right now for the hottest item that's out there that's lacking a lot of things like virtual console and you know um, retro video game aspect to the Switch that we thought we'd have by now. But now you don't, we don't have to worry about it because we can do it ourselves. You can literally hack this thing and load it up with all sorts of emulating emulators on it um, and, and just play away. So, like, has Nintendo, A, this is a problem, but has Nintendo waited too long to, to be public about, about these things? And now that there's this hack out, like, yes, when, if you release Virtual Console, people will buy stuff off of it, but, like, now I don't have to. Now I know I don't have to. I can hack this, and there's nothing they can do about it. Right. Nintendo finally figured out how to give us Virtual Console. <laughs> this is oh, this is all secretly Nintendo's doing. Yeah, that's what they're <laughs> going to come out and say because that's what Jazzy Nintendo Fiddle's does. Just full of all of the all yeah. of the wise. Just tell me this is not what Nintendo do though. They'd be like, oh crap, this is, is this. What do we do? I'd be like, oh yeah, Nintendo wouldn't do this. They like money. <laughs> no, Nintendo is is obsessed with control. Yeah. yeah, this is the last thing they would ever do. Exactly. I mean, I mean, there's nothing they can they can do aside from get that new uh, version of the Switch out as soon as possible, and then just hope that another 14 million people buy it. Yeah, Nintendo's comment on this was, we have nothing to announce on this topic. Because they have nothing That's that they can do. That's Nintendo. There you go. Did you actually look at... Oh, you were on mute. I thought you wanted me to mute you. Oh, did you actually look at how this exploit, this hardware exploit's performed? Uh, are you talking about the little device they put in the side? Well, of what the it actually does is it's, it's sh like short-circuiting it during boot with pins on the Joy-Con rails. Yep. Like, I get that this hack has been found, but I don't want to short-circuit my Switch every time I'm trying to do 
I don't know, save game backups or whatever. Because that just, I don't know, I feel like messing with the power during boot is not a long-term, you know, proven hack method that's going to keep these little tablets running forever. Yeah, I mean, I guess in the grand scheme of things, though, I look at a $300 Switch, and if you're someone that is interested enough in hacking this this, this device, you're not, you're not necessarily worried about it. I mean, is a kid going to read this article and go be like, cool, I'm going to put some paper clips in my Switch and break it? Absolutely. It's going to happen. Like, there'll be plenty of people that fuck their Switch up. But, um, you know, there's going to be plenty of people out there that will just take a, you know, take anything like a PSP Go or whatever and, and just hack the hell out of it, load it up with every goddamn game they could think of, and be carrying around a... The, the most sophisticated handheld device as far as gaming is concerned out there right now and be able to play anything they want. So what Nintendo's going to do is they're going to release a new Joy-Con and they're going to call it the Joy-Con memory card to where you put that Joy-Con on there, it short circuits your Switch intentionally during boot and now you've got save game backup right to your Joy-Con. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yeah, I like it. Maybe. Never know. Made with paper clips. You got any thoughts on this, Deadite? <laughs> You gonna hack yours tomorrow? I already have a Raspberry Pi, so like I and you don't I, even use it. Yeah, you're right. I don't use it. But now you have a Switch that could be a Raspberry Pi. But I wouldn't use it. <laughs> I don't know, man. No, here's my problem. You it, can play Burger Time at lunchtime every day. You're gonna need. To, I have Burger Time on the Game it. Boy. I can just bring my Game Boy. Not the same. That so I, you're I'll, gonna need to hack it because once they go cloud-based, everything you're not gonna be able to steal our games anymore. That's true. And you're gonna have to buy them yourself. <laughs> you're gonna have to hack. I'm shit. gonna have to start stealing. That's that's for sure. I'm gonna have to resort to a <laughs> life of crime. So, so here's my here's my issue. This is a legitimate problem I have with my with the reason why I very rarely play my uh, Raspberry Pi full of emulators. I have way too many games on it, and I get ADD. It's like, ooh, I want to play Castle Super Castlevania. Ooh, now I want to play Mario. Like I just, I, I like play. I die once, and then instead of getting back into the game and keeping, keep trying, I'm on to like a different game because I have a thousand video games available on my Raspberry Pi or something. So it's a, it's a bad, pro- it's a weird problem to have. But okay, fine. Secondary thought. Will developers be uh, worried about this if Nintendo doesn't come forward and say something about a fix because there's 14 million of these? And what happens when this exploit people find out, oh, cool, I can take this cartridge, throw it in the system, uh, use Linux to grab all the code and basically boot it up. And then, you know, I have the game for free. I don't even need the cartridge anymore. You know, or basically then start loading up a Switch and be like, okay, we're on eBay. Here's 900 games. Every every Switch game known to God is on this Switch for uh, $800. You don't have to buy a, a game, you know, for the rest of your life. Nintendo may disagree with my statement here, um, but the R4 didn't really kill off, you know, DS sales of software, and that was already available for a Nintendo handheld. They had the R4 available uh, the, uh, for anyone that doesn't know, an R4 is a, a DS cartridge where you put an SD card loaded with uh, ROMs and just play a ton of games. Uh, you know, you could even, you know, current generation games for the DS. They also have one available for the 3DS. And I know that Nintendo would say that that did hurt their sales, but it wasn't significant enough to cripple the system. And I think even this exploit would not be significant enough to cripple the system. Not what I asked you. Nintendo, I'm not worried about. They have billions of dollars. But, developers, yeah. But developers. Tom, Happ, Tom Happ 
doesn't want his game to be compromised? Does he does he not bring it to the Switch all of a sudden? Does the indie scene all of a sudden take a step back and go, oh, maybe this isn't as hot, as exciting as I want now? Because think like, okay, you want to look at it that way? I'm gonna look at it as a Dreamcast. The Dreamcast That's got why I was, that was my dream, next point. Was Dreamcast, Dreamcast got hacked like day one. Yeah. you could throw a blank disc in and 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 put, burn any game you wanted, and boom, you were done. So like, third party developers were like, a, they were already pissed off at Sega, but secondly, they were like. I'm not taking my game anywhere near that because I don't want someone making seven million copies of it and hot and selling them, you know, at Gibraltar Trade Center. So, like, to me, this is something that Nintendo has to be publicly acknowledging and saying we're working on the this plan to correct it because, I mean, but the, but that but the, the difference. Between the Dreamcasts, that didn't involve an actual hack of the system. It was so wide open, like you said, if you could figure out how to burn a game, you could play a game. Yeah, but again, with someone being able to develop a little device that slides in the Joy-Con, like they're saying, like, yes, right now you're going to have to finagle something, but who's stopping someone for 3D printing a little device that mm-hmm. just goes click and boom, you're good. Just, you know, here's the, the five steps to do it. And then in a couple months here, here's the other five steps to steal any game you want off of a cartridge. Does your friend have Zelda Breath of the Wild? No problem. Put that in, slide this down, hit these two buttons, now you have Breath of the Wild, give your friend's cartridge back to him. That's a problem. That's a major problem for Nintendo, and it's why they need to release a new model with, with, this, fi- with this fixed. And I'm not worried about Nintendo. Yeah, people are still going to buy Switches, they're still going to buy Mario and Zelda games, I'm still going to buy Metroid, but it's it's the problem of like third party support is good right now, indie develop indie support is great right now. Don't fu- you don't want to fuck that up? That's the last thing you want to fuck up, and then you're all of a sudden it's like, well, the first year of the Switch was great, but now we're in the Wii U stage. No one wants to bring games to us anymore. We fucked up because we cut corners and we didn't re- we didn't like see this what looks to be a pretty easy hack to your system. Anything, anything, uh, testonomics over there? I think Nintendo's got time, um, because of the uniqueness of the game cart. I mean, I know the DS is the same thing, right? The DS. Now, if, if I recall correctly, the initial one, it was the Game Boy Advance cartridge that had the memory card slot in it for the original DS. It took them a little bit for the actual 3DS capable one, because, I, not that I had one. Allegedly, yeah. if I did, it was in the Game Boy Advance slot that had the uh, micro SD card. But regardless, I think Nintendo has time because there's such a lock on those new cartridge types. So I think they've got a little bit of time. But if you know if these hackers can find a way to boot from the memory card, then you know that then that's it. it doesn't matter what you have. You've got standard memory in there. So yeah. um, I'd like for them to say something. I can see why. why maybe they don't have an answer. No one expected a short short circuit hack routing through a Joy-Con rail. Um, so well, unfortunately, their only answer is a new processor. It, it, it's, a, it's a new <laughs> hardware build, that you, yeah. but you can't correct. What do you do to correct these 14 million, 17 million that are out? Is there a way? They say you can't fix it, but like, can you fix it? Can you stop it from booting, off the, booting a game off the memory card unless there's an authentic OS booted? I mean, there's got to be something they can but do. The, about, the, only about, thing, the only thing I think you can do is authentication, right? Is that, that, the, that the system has to be uh, displaying some sort of um, abnormal behavior. And so when Nintendo Online launches or whatever, if, if it should be a two-way street where Nintendo can 
notice that behavior and say, okay, cool, you're hacking your system, which breaks terms and conditions, bricked. Right, and, and I'm not as technically sound as you guys when it comes to you know some of this modification aspect, but just because they get Linux up and running, right? Let's use Linux for example, because that's you know what everybody's been asking for. You still don't have a switch emulator in that software. Like they still have to find a way to emulate the switch so that you can actually boot from that memory card however they want to do it. I still think, like I said, I think there's time or or Think about like what uh, Microsoft did with the 360 um, when everybody, I mean, allegedly, maybe I got stuck in this too. There was <laughs> there was a way that Microsoft was checking and knowing that people had modified systems, but they weren't banning people for it until the night before Modern Warfare came out or Modern Warfare 2, whatever it was. And then they banned so many people. So I don't think Nintendo is as helpless as we might think, but I get your point. If they don't say something soon, then me as a small indie developer who could have a game boot to Linux without a problem, I'm concerned. Yeah. Yeah, someone that doesn't have uh, unlimited resources that, that it could sink their company and they could go bankrupt uh, easily th- through a major flaw like this is going to second have second thoughts. It needs to thrive so we can have Room the Night Sky too. Oh, God. No, those people... Nope. Nope. Okay, no comment on that one. Anyways, let's move into our last topic. All right. Twitch will stream some NFL games this season. Now, this isn't the first... (laughs) This isn't the first time that uh, NFL has has worked with Amazon when it comes to streaming some football, but this is the, the largest scale. And so Amazon is going to be teaming up with the NFL once again, and they're going to be streaming 11 of the 13... Uh, Thursday night football games. Hmm. So I I I read this and I kind of like I I got like defensive in the sense that like Twitch is like part of our community, you know, like Twitch is a gamer community, uh, and I know there's other things that go on, and, like you know, people paint and people like, but it's more of a creative community, you know. I guess that's what I, I think of it of. And so when I see like the NFL, whose you know ratings have been suffering, and they're trying like this, just to me is this, it's it's like it's them being like, all right, cool, like uh, you know, shit sucks, and TV TV ratings are down, and and you know, a, a game attendance is down, so we're gonna go throw it on Twitch because Ninja's cool, like that. <laughs> that's what it feels like to me, and I don't like when. Amazon, like Amazon's had, a, has done a good job where Twitch still kind of feels like its own entity. You don't, you don't hear a lot about Amazon being like, you know, putting their foot down on them, be like, you're doing this, you're doing that. And even if they are, they're doing a good job of staying kind of quiet about it. So for me, this kind of feels like Amazon's like, hey, we got this cool guy over here. His name's the NFL, and uh, I want to introduce you to to Twitch. And then Twitch is kind of like, oh yeah, but he doesn't really, he doesn't really fit into our platform. Like, yeah, 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 but he's got a lot of money. It's a game. <laughs> he's they're got playing a, lot a game. Of money. Yeah. It's not the same. Like, what is Twitch? What is Twitch? It's you streaming some like primarily it's you streaming a game that you're playing and interacting with people, right? Uh, guess what? I'm sorry, but Matthew Stafford is not going to interact with you on the screen while he's playing a football game. It's not the same. Maybe he could. It says they're bringing a whole new form of interaction. 
Right. Again, I don't think Matthews, I don't think the actual players are going to live interact with you. No, but they're going to hire some people that sit there and under the name Matthew Stafford, and then it's going to look like No, they're not, because you're staring <laughs> at Matthew Stafford on the field. Man, Ebron yeah, He's might. looking at that little playbook, and they're going to be like, oh, he's on his tablet right now, guys. <laughs> it's a, it's, this is a bad idea. You're, commercial, you're, you're taking Twitch, which is, yes, you're commercializing it, and I get it. you got to keep making money and blah, blah, blah. But you're taking it, and you're making it something it's not. And I don't, I don't necessarily like what what this concept is. You're you're moving in the direction of YouTube, and I don't respect YouTube. I don't like YouTube. I think they they look at especially gamers. They look at gamers and they and they treat them like shit. So the last thing I want to see is that in five ten years, Twitch Twitch becomes an entirely different entity where gaming has been a, is a forgotten aspect of it because they're making a shit ton of money off of playing. You know, because no one no one buys cable anymore, right? No one. No one watches TV anymore, so now it's like, oh well, all the you know the tigers, the lions, everybody's on on Twitch now. It's just like, just leave it. Like, give us our space and stay the fuck out of it. If we wanted football on it, like I think we'd tell you we want football on it. We don't, and that's the thing about Twitch is that Twitch is more that. It's a community that like works together. Like when we're at PAX and we're seeing these the the the, the Twitch panels or or um, at the Twitch booth, like there's a lot of just cool collaboration that goes on there that shows you what Twitch is. This isn't Twitch. This is Amazon and the NFL using something that Amazon bought a while back. Yeah, but the, way the that problem they is, is it's probably going that way. Because you go to these, you go to these events and these conventions, and what do you see? YouTube gaming, Facebook gaming, Twitch is going to end up hopping into that piece of the pie, and pretty soon you're going to have Twitch, and it's going to stream everything, and then you're going to have Twitch gaming, which is we're going to be our niche. Yeah, but that's Twitch. So Twitch was already around. Twitch was just in TV. Like Twitch has always been gaming. Mm-hmm. So Facebook never was gaming. Right. YouTube was never gaming. Like yeah. they, 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 and they're gonna flip they it the add, other way. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's reverse if that's what you're talking about. Yeah. Is that Twitch is gonna try to split themselves up? Be like, here's our gaming department. But I don't think they'll do that because they like they don't want. Right now, they're I'd say right now their community is I don't know ninety percent if not higher gamers. So if you go make Twitch gaming, where's ninety percent of your of your world gonna go? And like, yes, yeah, so you make this other Twitch over here, Twitch everything. And you, what, then you might, like, how are you going to beat YouTube at that point? You've, can't, you've showed up against YouTube, like, what, 20, yeah. 20 years late or however long YouTube's been I out. guess it depends on what the success of this uh Also, NFL Thursday deal night is. football is fucking garbage, okay? Thursday night football is trash. It's, they shouldn't even have Thursday night football, which we've we've seen major injuries of all stars because they haven't had enough time to recover from Sunday night to Thursday. Like Thursday night football, there's a reason why no one watches it, and there's a reason why it shouldn't even exist. It's bad for the players. It's horrible. Usually, like the matchups are garbage, and and like no one cares. Just put your football on Sundays and have your Monday night game and just end this shit. Also, because it wasn't on Twitch. Now everyone's going to watch it. I do not. (laughs) I have no doubt that this will be beneficial, but I will tell you that if you don't have Amazon Prime, you're not watching these. Yeah, that's true. So it's another promotion to spend $120 now per year. Mm -hmm. 
know, so be like, well, yeah, we jacked it up 20 bucks a year just recently, but you get 11 games that if you don't have cable, you can't watch anyways. So, like, there you go. Like, But everyone should do it because then they could give their free subscription to GameZilla Podcast. Oh, everyone should sign up, sign up for Amazon Prime. Yeah, because yeah. then you could okay. watch football and yeah. you could give us a subscription. Yeah, win win. Do you everybody. want Thursday night football? Like I, I don't watch like, football at I all. Feel so like, it doesn't I feel matter. Like, like every none of topic I've brought up that I want to like sit here and like <laughs> I don't know. Ba- I want to bash this right, and I have like I feel like Jazzy's over there. Like yeah, but if you got cat that, cats that brush their teeth, then they have white teeth. Like like what? <laughs> they do. What? They need white teeth. Grim, Grim, let's have a conversation about this. <laughs> oh, you, oh, and, okay, cool. Uh, yeah, I'll talk to you yeah. about it. Jazz doesn't no, want to. No, uh, One. My co-host doesn't want to. One, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'll probably watch a couple of these games because I don't I don't have a TV package. I like watching football. If I'm not doing something on Thursday and I say, "Oh, NFL's on Twitch. It's a team I like." I'll actually probably watch it cuz it's a cuz it's a it's a it's a platform I already yeah, use. You can watch the with. Browns face off against the 49ers and be like, "Yeah, football, football, man." Sherman, baby. Jordan Hill, baby. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, uh what's the new guy? Uh the new Johnny Manziel? I don't know. What's his name? Uh Crap, they just drafted him. No I already forgot a new Allen. Jo- No. Josh uh, Allen. No, nah, it's a kid from Oklahoma. Baker Mayfield. Mayfield. The new Johnny Manziel. There you go. Um, okay. So, my, okay, here's a question that, here's something that I want to bring up that I think is going to upset you, or you're just going to shoot me down right away. Okay. In the eyes of the mainstream media, does putting the NFL on Twitch do more to also bring other esports into the mainstream? If they live on the same platform... Does it help bring esports into the mainstream? Well, here's the thing: football's leaving mainstream and coming to Twitch. So, are you saying like because football's over here that esports are going to go over to network television? No, 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 no. What I'm saying is you're you're uh, you're Billy Football, okay? You 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 got your trucker hat on and you you don't do them video games, okay? You just watch the NFL, and then you're like, oh, this Twitch, I don't know about this. What are these eat like? You don't ha- know anything about esports. Is the fact that now you're gonna maybe watch Twitch to watch football, and it's on the same platform? You know uh, what is considered a, by the non gamers uh, the the legitimate sports are now coming over to the esports platform. I think all you're doing is you're bringing a bunch of haters that come to your platform are gonna are gonna make fun of these people. Mm-hmm. Like it, like I don't like you could go put Metroid video games in the middle of a NASCAR track, I don't fucking care about NASCAR. Never have. Just don't get it. Like, if you like NASCAR, good. I don't like NASCAR. Nothing you put around that track is going to make me like NASCAR. Yeah, I mean, NASCAR's one I don't get either. I'm just saying, though. Like, but it's all so, about the money at the end of the day, and you you even see it in the NALCS franchising in North America. You have a lot of sports teams buying up the franchise spots of the NALCS because they know that there's a niche there that they can't hit with their normal broadcasted sports. True, but but like and there are there is the NBA 2K, right, uh league and there is the FIFA league and we're right. starting to see like those are the worlds where you're starting to see mm-hmm. uh, merge. But it's still like I'm not gonna lie. We we walked by the Geico uh, Arena at PAX East, and they had the FIFA E League going, and like these people were playing on the teams that they were signed by. So like, if you were signed by the MLS team, 
Seattle Sounders, then you had to play as the Seattle Sounders. And I'm just like, this is... <laughs> I'm not... Again, I'm shitting on my own esports here. I go, this is dumb as hell. And I walked away. Like, I just, just was like, no, this is stupid. But like, yes, you're right that, that they noticed there's money here and that, and that the, everything's money. If we're going to... If we want to sit there and say everything's money, then like, we got nothing to debate. It's not about the fact that it's money. It's about the fact that we're trying to protect a, a platform that we use, that we like, and we don't want it to change. We don't want it to become... I don't want Twitch to become the NFL. The NFL is a bad business. I'm sorry. We'll be lucky if we have football in 30 years. Well, let, let's use a, another scenario before we move on from this. Um, let's say GameZilla Media was on a... A different podcast network, not just our own thing, but we were on a podcast network with a bunch of other video game podcasts. And then all of a sudden, someone that's not us, the decision makers here at Games of the Media, brings in, uh, just to use the example, Adam Carolla, one of the biggest podcasts in the world. And then, you know, you could hope that that's going to get more eyes on us, but he doesn't do a video game show. We don't. You know, there could be a similar effect of what what Grimm's saying is he wants to protect the video game community. We would want to protect the GameZilla podcasting video community where where we may not want something that's not in our niche. And, you know, I I think that's kind of the point you're trying to get at. I mean, yeah, that, obviously that is the point. Is, that, is you're bringing something that has that doesn't like. Yes, it's a sport, and these are easy. Twitch isn't east only esports. Okay. Twitch is Twitch is just a, a way for a painter to create something live on stream, or someone that enjoys making food, which is still an art form, can do it and teach people a recipe. Or yes, I can sit there and play God of War and have a ton of fun with people in the in the in the chat. Like, but it's not where I go to be like it's Thursday night. Gotta go watch my football. Like I just no, that's not that's not where I go for Twitch. I mean, you know, is it where I go to watch League? A so, pro esports. So yeah. would it be completely different if this wasn't Twitch and it was YouTube? I mean, I still wouldn't like. I mean, I don't like YouTube. So whatever. If you want to put football over there, sure. YouTube's different because YouTube didn't start as a gaming platform, right? So yeah, I mean, I would be more okay with it on YouTube because YouTube is a multi. So it has everything to do with the fact that Twitch was brought up as a gaming platform. It has everything to do with the fact that we have that that majority of people that are on Twitch right now that even could call it their careers, could call it their livelihood, or could call it their pastime, has nothing to do with a sport with with football. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with the fact of going there to watch like a competition that has nothing to do with an electronic device or some form of streaming device. Like, yes, they got cameras on the field, but the idea here is you're watching two teams beat each other up and run a football around. Like, it's not Twitch to me. And and like to for me, that it, you start to lose what Twitch is when you do things like this. And that's always been the problem when Amazon bought them. It's always the problem when Logitech buys Astro headsets or when, you know, uh, Campo Santo gets bought by Valve is that the big guy will have a vision that may not match with the, with the, smaller, with the smaller company and they, ha- they are forced to change. It, you know, the idea that, of Adam Carolla coming into, you know, uh, a, a podcast network that, that 100 different podcasts are on and is like, well, don't worry, you're going to get more downloads 
downloads now because Adam Carolla is here. He goes, well, Adam Carolla talks about cars, and I talk about games. So the people that listen to Adam Carolla, like, what's the chances that they come listen to me about games? Unless Adam Carolla on a weekly basis goes, hey, go listen to GameZilla. I love these guys. Then, yeah, you know what? Then maybe we get some traffic. But... Like, that's that's the concept that we've talked about selling out. We're like, fuck it, man. If 2K walks in and drops a case of money on our table, it's all about money. Then guess what? WWE 2K18 is the greatest game ever made, and we only talk 2K games now. Like, that's what it is. And I don't like that. I don't want to see that this is successful so that in 2019 or 2020, the entire football season is on Twitch. Because what does that do? How many fans of Ninja... Are football fans? There's some. You got to say there's some, right? Right. So then, when Sunday night comes, or sorry, when Sunday comes around, how many of them will go? I'm gonna go watch the Lions game because it's the Lions. It's 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 only on at 4 p.m. till when till when the game ends, and Ninja's on all the time. So I'm not worried about Ninja. I'll find him next time. It's hurting the people that helped you build your platform. Mm-hmm. It's hurting the people that are there right now that are building this platform for what it is, and now you're going to go throw some garbage up here. And I like watching football. Don't get me wrong. I play fantasy football. I watch football. It's not that I hate the sport. It's that I just don't think it belongs here. All right, I agree with you. However, if the hockey playoffs were on here, I'd be a hypocrite and saying I'm going to go watch them. But there's a different reason there. Because I can't, I can't di- watch them anywhere else without paying an ass yeah, load of money to do it. There's a different reason is that the NHL has no good like uh, uh, <laughs> platform platform yeah. to play on right now. I'm not so. watching NBC Sports Network. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. not watching it. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I know. I, I, I think I, to- I totally hear all of your points, and I agree with most of them, but I would still totally watch this. And like that might be part of the, part of the problem, but for me... I see it as a way to access content that I enjoy in a way that I actually can get it because I don't have a cable subscription. And I would hope that that is the goal. They're just trying to reach their fans. But, yeah, who, who knows what this could potentially – potential impact this you're could the, have. You're I think the, the difference, you're the though, NFL. Is- you're the NFL. So if you want to be on the Internet, just fucking launch your own goddamn platform yeah. and stay the fuck away from my gaming platform. Yeah. Bottom line, if you could watch it online – You'd be happy. If there was a free NFL yeah, app it doesn't matter. on my PlayStation, then I would fire it up every Sunday yeah. and just watch games on it. That, that's 100% true. Yeah. But there's not. That's why I got to go Verizon, man. Well, yeah, Verizon gives you the NFL Network like app for free on your phone or whatever. Yeah. I get too much of the Lions anyway. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> but now I'm, a, but now I'm, a, now I'm a, on the Vikings bandwagon because my boy Kirk's there. So Yeah. Well... All right. Let us know what you think, though. Like, uh, chime into the Discord. Uh, it's free. Gamesofmedia.com. Click on that button. Join the Discord, and uh, you can you can let us know. Maybe you're super excited that the NFL is bringing more to Twitch. But I just uh, personally not a fan of this move. So, all right. Uh, Deadeye has uh, something going on, so I'm gonna just shut up. <laughs> I uh, I was given a cue card. Uh, to make sure that I don't screw it up, because we all know I have a tendency uh, to screw things up, especially today. I'm really, uh, I'm really having a rough go of things today, and uh, I'm currently not stalling for any reason. I'm, uh, I'm trying to get an intelligent point across. And uh, okay, now let's send it over to our esports correspondent, Jazz E Fiddle. Oh, that's the wrong button. Still screwed it up. This is a little bit risky. Oh my God, Fryberg, are you kidding me? 
Nation steals the Elder Dragon. Oh, let's break it. Damn. <sighs> Welcome, everybody. I am Jazz E. Fiddle, and I will be bringing you your Zilla Esports on the move. Quick topics here. We're going to spitball them, but there's cool stuff that you have to know about esports, so listen up. First one Saudi Arabia is planning to launch the first ever esports league. One month after Saudi Arabia has established the Saudi Arabian Federation for Electronics and Intellectual Sports, get this, ready? Codename Safis. Cool, eh? The Federation has been given the go ahead for the kingdom's first esports league. Although the games of the league will feature have not been revealed, the tournament will be organized by part of the Saudi Arabian Football Federation, meaning most likely a FIFA tournament. So there you go. That's what we're going to have. Topic number two. Vodafone signs a global partnership with the ESL. What is Vodafone? It is Europe's largest telephone operator and has entered a global partnership with the ESL as the company continues to invest in esports. This will add a new segment to any esports event and it will be called the Vodafone View. Assuming it's some sort of like recap or like special play of a game or whatever it may be, it's yet to be determined what that will actually be, but it will be called the Vodafone View. Planned to market is soon also going to re release 5G tech, supposedly to target gamers as their key demographic. So, so Vodafone's hopping on the 5G train, and they're trying to get the gamers involved in uh, targeting them. This is not Vodafone's first rodeo, though, however. They have sponsored the G2 Esports Club European LOL team, and they also have the naming rights to Giants Gaming, which will now be called Vodafone Giants. Topic number three. Team Vitality and Gaming Campus to get esports schools set up. Most successful esports organization in France will be opening up a dedicated educational campus in its home country. In partnership with startup Campus Gaming, they plan to develop coursework as well as a training facility for their players. They are in the process of constructing a 1,200-square-foot 1, meter campus in Lyon, France. Although university programs over here in the U.S. are built around esports, this will be the first school built specifically for esports and gaming altogether. Not only esports will be done with this, it will be a school for programming, a, a school to become a professional gamer, and also a school to become a professional esports coach. And our last topic, and the best, Grimlock's going to love this one when we get back to the studios. K-Swish is designing sneakers for the Immortals eSports team. That's right, shoes for eSports. Sneakers can be optimized for eSports players according to K-Swish and the Immortals organization. Two sneakers are in works, a lifestyle shoe, and a technical performance model. Not just for the team, anybody can buy them. 
The Lifestyle Shoe will be a version of K-Swiss's Compass Sneaker and will launch this December for around $110 a pair. K-Swiss will also be doing research with the Immortals franchise to determine the performance shoe. It's going to give players a physical and psychological advantage in esports. That's all I've got for esports gaming. Back to the studio. Lacing up my K-Swiss. Already got them pre-ordered. Man, we need those K-Swisses. They are pretty sweet. Do, oh. they, do they light up? I don't Man. know, but they gotta light up. That makes people better at performance e-sports. shoes for esports. I'm calling bull plop on them. Nah, man, nah, it's real. No, it's real. It's not. What's gonna happen? What's gonna happen is you're gonna get those. Um, you're gonna get those shoes when you sign up for school at the at the at the school that Jesse talked about. Yeah, yeah. Be like that's that's one way you're gonna get better. Gotta get you sneaks. Yeah. K Swiss. You ever yeah. own a pair of K Swiss? Uh, I can't say I have. Can- also, can't say that I knew they were still in existence. I remember my uh, my boys uh, growing up on my street. They uh, they rocked K Swisses hard for some years. Them them fresh white with the blue accent K Swisses. Mm. Everyone knows what I'm talking oh, about. Yeah. Dude, those oh, shoes yeah. are super sexy though, and I want a pair. Like, ca- tell me those shoes didn't about the, look good. You talking about the classic, the the white case no, with? Talking about the no, immortals. I was talking about the immortals version. Because I was going to get it's immortals. EBay. It's your favorite team, man. The, the, you need to get. You need to get on board, man. You know, if uh, if I saw those shoes at a payless for twenty bucks, maybe I'd get a pair. Think about <laughs> it. You <laughs> could get the perf- December's the launch, so uh, January. You just yeah, give, it, those, give it a month. Give it a month. Th- one, they're case Swiss, so I assume they're going to be sold in payless shoes. <laughs> maybe a DSW at, at best. Uh, my next thing is they're not my style at all. You know, I'm. They're cool shoes. Uh, they're, they're Grim and I have very different tastes in shoes. Grim loves a flashy, flashy shoe, and he pulls them off. I like a much more low-key shoe. Like I'm like, hey, where are my moccasins at? Yeah, but once they get that performance shoe, it could physically make you better at gaming. And the, if not physically better, at least make you think you're better at gaming. I could buy 100 pairs of shoes, and it wouldn't make me better. <laughs> <laughs> they might make you guys better. Not me. There's not enough shoes in the world. All right, we got one last thing we want to talk about, and that was uh, we, we had a trip over the weekend where we had uh, went to Gamers for Giving at Eastern Michigan University, uh, a charity event that helps raise money to build gaming carts for children at that are that are stuck in uh, children's hospital. Right, so you're dealing with something, you're in you're you're in the hospital. Now you have a way to play video games. Um, right in the hospital. It's a really cool cause. It's been going on here for quite a while, uh, the event, and uh, Gamers Outreach is the other group that's affiliated with it. But we uh, we went out this weekend, hung out with, as you can see, if you're watching us on twitch.tv slash gameslowmedia, there is a ton of uh, people playing video games. It's a giant land party that goes on all weekend. And people can, like it's overnight, you get to stay in this facility and just game it up all night long. Uh, there's some cool vendors there. We got to hang out with DX Racer and uh, was it Lightstream um, that were there. Uh, but yeah, it was a just super cool event that uh, you can keep an eye on them. Gamers for Giving, Gamers Outreach. It's uh, You can get affiliated yourself and you can just stream at home, but you can build... Um, Build up accounts to have donations set up for and, and you know contribute to uh, a gamer cart to be delivered to a children's hospital, and yeah, I mean, I, I love it. I spent uh, plenty of time 
in Children's Hospital growing up. So I can tell you that this is super cool because when I was there, I uh, I was gifted my first Game Boy in Children's Hospital. Oh, man, it made all the difference. Didn't yeah, it? and and I yeah. loved it. But the problem was is that I had IV in my arm, and every time I play like move my thumbs, it would cause this alarm to go off, and the and they would run in and yell at me and tell me like I couldn't play my Game Boy, and like my aunt like stepped in and was like. Uh, he's in the hospital on his birthday. He's playing the Game Boy. <laughs> now it's like, now I look at it and they're like wheeling these carts and like, hey, you want to play some Call of Duty? Like, let's do this. You know, like, so it's. it's want to teabag some noobs, sick kid? <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, I do. I mean, I like to get teabagged. I've been teabagged thousands of times. There we go. I, you, didn't, you didn't use it today and yeah. I kind of felt bad. So yeah, I, had, I had to just. It is, throw my, that. is my favorite button and we know I'm incapable of correctly pressing any of the other buttons but i got that one right that's so. true yeah but anyways uh it was a really good time and and if you're local to michigan then i would suggest uh next time this comes around to get involved if you're not then again looking at gamers outreach there's um all across the world all across the world there's um you know events like this that you can you can chip in and help um contribute and, and help kids out so a lot of fun. Did Good we time. hear if they made their goal? They, they were did. like they super close. They exceeded their goal. So their goal was three hundred fifty thousand dollars. Yep. Uh, and the reason why that was a goal is because Blue Hole was part nice. of, uh, was part of this. Um, Blue Hole, which is the the creator of Player Unknown Battlegrounds, yep. was matching it dollar for dollar up to three hundred fifty thousand. So they just they doubled their donation because of that. So, nice. Yeah. Good luck, Blue Hole. Yeah. So you're yeah. looking at you know seven hundred and twenty thousand dollars. So we got tests saying that uh three oh four oh six. Yeah. Now. So four oh six plus another three hundred fifty thousand dollars on top of that. Man. So, pretty cool. It's a lot of carts. Yeah. Exactly. They're, that's going to help out a lot. So I think the what was the uh, we had an estimate of it what, was like thirty five hundred dollars for yeah. cart. So I mean you know that's that's a lot of, that's a lot of gaming carts. That's awesome. So. All right, I just wanted to mention that real quick. I think I was going, to, I was supposed to mention it early on in the show, and I forgot. So I wanted to make sure that we didn't completely uh, not mention it. So, anything else you guys want to talk about? I would like to talk about retro video game podcasts. Man, eh, man, those guys are lame. Let's not talk about. And them. how we have the best one here as part of Gamezilla Media. It's the Legend of Retro podcast. Available all the same great places you listen to this podcast. Uh, it doesn't matter if you're on Podbeam, if you're on Stitcher, uh, TuneIn, iTunes, and of course, GamezillaMedia.com. The Legend of Retro is available there for you. Uh, hang out with Craig and Chops as uh, they take you on a little trip ski down memory lane. Uh, talk about some of uh, the history behind your favorite uh, retro games, uh, as well as diving into uh, aspects of the music, uh, the historical importance of the game. Tons of fun. They break it down. You're going to have a great time. The Legend of Retro podcast right here gamesofthemedia.com. And every Wednesday, the second hottest show to hit GameZilla Media next to our show, because we're the best, Noobs <laughs> and Dragons. An adventure with Tilly, Alistair, and Jandar as they go through the crazy adventures and dungeons and, let's be honest, just all the wacky creatures that Craig creates and throws in front of us that do shit that we don't even know what the hell they're doing half the time and we hope to kill them. That's about it. But you can watch that. You can listen to that every Wednesday on all the same great places you can listen to this. Yeah. And then Gamezilla Alpha. 
If you are looking for that hot topic, that interview with developers, publishers, voice actors, all sorts of different people from the gaming industry, then Gamezilla Alpha is the show that you want to tune into uh, every Sunday and all those great spots that you can listen to anything from Gamezilla Media. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think uh, last week was a very special episode that Deadite and I uh, held about the top 25 games of all time for the PS4. According to IGN. Yeah, not to say that we agreed on it, but uh, yeah. It was I, a super well thought out episode, well prepped. I agreed oh, with prepped. one thing in that episode, the part where you guys said Jay-Z holds you guys together. Because you were off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great episode. Yeah, it was it was very entertaining. It was but an you episode. were off the rails. <laughs> Man, living off the rails is the way to be, right? Man, I've never been on the rails. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the fuck are rails? No. <laughs> Anyways. Being on the rails can eat a dick. <laughs> oh, here we go. Yeah, see? Now we're off the rails. This is your fault. You brought it up. Great. Can't keep me I'm on back the to rails. being triggered. <laughs> no one's keeping me on the rails. I can get my own rails with blackjack and hookers. We all know I'm a bird you can't cage. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> ah, ah, ah. All right, well, thanks. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Can't do it. <laughs> thanks for hanging out on episode 206 of the Games Little Podcast. We will uh, see you next week. And just remember, we are your elite free DLC for all your gaming news. Until next time, game, game on. on. Zilla Aid. Shipping to our patrons worldwide, <laughs> 2000 and never. Full of lead. <laughs> oh, I was about to Full say something. Full of aid. <laughs> <laughs> yep.